Hey listeners of FM Times podcast welcome back to a fresh new episode and today's episode is slightly different from the context of what we've been talking about in the past not kind of directly related to facility management as a space but again there's a lot of movement happening in the neighboring or adjacent space which somehow spills over to what facilities management companies intend to do with their customers we've obviously seen a transformational movement across how net zero sustainability focused strategies are likely going to be implemented uh, and and we see a very significant role for energy service companies or escos as we call it and renewable energy service companies um, the escos which i think it's set to get bigger more relevant and which would mean that those companies will eventually have to take more bolder steps which means you're doing different kind of projects your business model innovation is happening and uh, yeah not conventionally doing the normal uh, sort of energy efficiency focused projects that you were doing earlier and the way i see it especially when you look at in the context of what's happening in uae and and somewhere in the uk as well everywhere else there's a, there's a function i mean when you look at energy service companies i always see that as a function which already exists within facility management uh, company as a whole either organically or inorganically there have been a lot of acquisitions that have happened middle east is a great example where you've had a a, a tier 1 fm uh, company sort of going in acquiring um, a majority stake in a full blown leading esco service provider and and there are similar uh, situations that have happened elsewhere in the uh, other countries so and that's the same happening in energy retail as well or utilities so you're looking at the same customer which is let's say the built environment in this case being targeted by different segments through the same offering and and that is what we're going to essentially talk about so the growth prospects are absolutely there but the aspirations and the growth growth prospects that that are there in the industry must be complemented by an understanding that the role of technology is going to play across the life cycle of the projects that escos or escos end up doing and a clearer perspective of what the technology stack really looks like for these companies and obviously some of you know that i started my career consulting into data energy efficiency and 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 that's my relationship with with escos from the outside of it um uh, being on the other side of the table in in that sense where i saw that they've conventionally focused a lot on two three things obviously customer acquisition has been one of them uh and once the customer has been acquired and the project's been done you've been very focused on measurement and verification like that's like the holy grail of every everything that escos do and that is important by no means am i saying that measurement and verification is not important but as the projects start to be less isolated which means they are not and when i say less isolated i'm really meaning that as the projects start to be slightly more complex in nature where you are dovetailing with the way a facility is operating whether it's manufacturing or it's a it's an it park or a data center so on and so forth the relationship between energy operations and maintenance cannot be sort of ignored and which then leads you to to the next thing that essentially if you are taking a 7 year contract or a 10 year contract let's say you are an energy retailer saying that hey here is how we will sell you a fixed purchase uh, price for the 7 years but we'll put the solar rooftop panel on top of your roof and and maintain it and if you're an energy service company saying hey you know these are the changes we're going to make uh, onto your ehu um, to save you energy and stuff like that 
now those are not isolated um, in in nature because there are other parties involved uh in case of the former you would have installers you would have the people who are going to maintain those assets so the performance risk is on you in case of latter when you're looking at energy efficiency investments um on ahus and other components how they are maintained and how everything else before and after uh, in the overall scheme of things so how the ahu is being consumed um the the output of ahu is being consumed and what's going into ahu and stuff all those mat- those matter how significant insignificant i mean i think we've we've had enough cases where you know your your savings even though move up and down by 5% would have a lot of impact on the financials that you would have expected or the budgeting that you would have done in that sense so both carry significant risk and performance uh sort of risk of guaranteed performance and that is where i think that the technology stack that they use uh is going to or is going to be or most likely should be very similar to what a facilities management or an asset management company company brings on board uh, so which would mean that things that need to be added in the entire stack is a customer success platform not to be confused with crm uh, but data driven how wisely are you using a lot of data points that are coming through from your site from your assets to be able to deliver customer success across the life cycle of the project most importantly obviously manage your exposure on the risk and performance side of things processes that have to be implemented in a standardized manner largely operations and maintenance so if you put up a solar rooftop panel across on a on a built environment that still needs to be operated and maintained right and onm is an important process across the life cycle of the of the contract that you're doing in so how are you standardizing it you may have multiple vendors you would have multiple installers but what is the process that's being followed and more importantly what digital stack that you're bringing in to ensure that there's a standardized process and it may very well happen that each installer or a vendor is bringing in their own technology or a field services app and stuff like that so it's complicated people haven't really thought through this but i think it's a great time to be thinking through this i for one am a believer that if you are the one who is carrying the risk then you are the one who should be sort of setting up the processes and managing that process which is fundamentally very important and then obviously looking at the entire spectrum so this is what i think would should be added so you're particularly looking at an entire asset performance management stack coming in versus just looking at measurement and verification and maybe how do we get the customers in and stuff so take a take a 360 degree view end to end view of how are you connecting the dots right from the time you acquire a customer to the time you're servicing it managing the risks and so on so i think which is fundamentally very important and 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 i haven't seen uh, you know escos tend, tend to think differently whenever they are talking about technology they're really talking about measurement and verification and say how can i do measurement and verification better or scalable but there's a lot more that go should go into it and people don't talk about it so it's kind of restricts you or puts you in a myopic view of how you should be looking at your technology stack and to be very fair we've seen that change happening india is a place where some of the new age esco and resco companies have challenged incumbents and they've done really well they have taken a technology view plus obviously leverage the domain strength they have but they've really been able to scale challenge the incumbents and i i think that's a, that's a that's a trajectory that's going to keep on happening i mean that's something that's going to keep on happening unless the incumbents really go back in this case the established esco companies one that have been around for a lot of time 
or the larger companies like energy retailers and utilities which are now kind of establishing these micro functions within their large organization think and take an alternate view of the technology stack that they should be using i'm hoping that this comes of help to potential companies who are looking at starting an esco function or a resco function or who are already into that and gives them a parallel view of what their technology stack should be if you would like to talk to me or anyone from zempla where you would want to understand what is that we are seeing in the market or how are we driving some things happy to share our experiences drop in your request in the comment wherever you're consuming the content whether it's youtube spotify or apple i think our team would be more than happy to get back to you and as usual we're all ears to hear from you or probably bring in a guest who you think in this domain has done exceptionally well brought in technology to in a conventional industry like an esco and has really transformed it so would really love to hear from you guys in that sense thank you so much for taking time out to listening to this podcast goodbye and take care until we hear you again in the next episode thank you